Princess Diana would be shaking her head at flop Megan, says R-H-O-C-H's Debbie. Charlie Puth's dog dies at 15. The singer mourns the passing of his King Charles Cavalier named Brady as he shares the pooch's tiny spirit lingers on. Bad news. Gary Lineker addresses claims James Corden will replace him on Match of the Day. Hello and welcome to Barely Contained, the online showbiz journalism podcast now lying at the bottom of the sea in Davy Jones's locker. I'm Matt Withers. I'm joined by a man you can tell that you are right and he is wrong, but he's still going to shit in your hair, Chris Beckett. <laughs> well, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, Matt. Uh, did you get the cultural reference there? I, I believe I believe you are touching upon the Colleen Rooney, Rebecca Vardy uh, ongoing court case. Yes, the um, the very serious and in no way wildly entertaining libel case. Yes, um, but yeah. we don't want to talk about stories that actually make it to the print editions of newspapers, do we, Chris? <laughs> oh no, we want to stick to the stuff that's just on the website. Yeah. And with that, I have a tale for you. Okay. This is on the Daily Star online. It's by their senior showbiz reporter, Daniel Bird. And it's headlined, Princess Diana would be shaking her head at flop Megan, says R-H-O-C-H's Debbie. <laughs> right. What do you think so... of that? <laughs> Firstly, f- flop. It's the describing Megan as though she's sort of a an Eastern European midfielder has been <laughs> signed in the close season, and you're not sure you're not sure if she's going to uh, justify her, her her wage packet. Yeah, the royal family went out, and they they had to buy her um, because she shared the same agent as a much better wannabe royal, um, and it's just not quite worked out for her. And now she's going back to Stal Bucharest. Yeah. And the other one, I'm not, you know, this might be my own, my own ignorance, but uh, the R-H-O-C-H. Um, I mean, I've heard of red hot chili peppers, but <laughs> it's obviously not that. And I've no idea what it is. No, it sounds like uh, the C-H could be some kind of a community hospital. Um, well, I dare say that Daniel Bird is going to fill us in. Uh, yeah. So the stand first is exclusive. Okay. TV psychic Deborah Davis has shared her views on what Princess Diana would think of Meghan Markle, claiming she and Prince Harry have had a massive shock. Now, Matt, I'm always a little bit sceptical when we, when we dig into these stories by TV psychics and they talk about what they think someone else would have thought. I mean, I sometimes wonder if they're not channeling their own views. <laughs> yeah. Often it is curious that the, the person that they have managed to tap into the afterlife psyche of does tend to hold the view of A, the person being quoted, and B, the publication that's quoting them. <laughs> so convenient. We'll see if that's the case here. Real Housewives of Cheshire's Deborah Davis has shared an insight on what she believes Diana, Princess of Wales, would be thinking about her daughter-in-law, Meghan Markle. 
Um, you know, none of, none of you are real housewives of Cheshire, Chris, as a Cheshire boy yourself. I was going to say, I feel shamefaced, but uh, no, no, I, I haven't watched it. The psychic medium who recently launched her Unexplained Deaths and Mysteries podcast believes Prince Harry's mother would not be impressed by the former Soups actress. Hmm, Deborah, stay in your lane. Yes. Podcasting. Yep. Uh, finally, look, Chris, finally somebody has launched a podcast into unexplained deaths and mysteries. <laughs> yes, this is an unmined theme. <laughs> I, I, for years, have been regularly updating Apple Podcasts to see if somebody will delve into these issues. Um, and also, it really is the case that, that we're still damning her by calling her the former Suits actress. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like when Russell Brand decided that he was a, a kind of political scientist and got very, very annoyed whenever anyone referred to him as the former Big Brother's Big Mouth presenter. Yeah. <laughs> Damning. Speaking exclusively to the Daily Star, Debbie shared her thoughts on the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, saying, I think the pair of them have had a massive shock, to be honest. I think they thought they were going to go to America and be the next Kardashians with a royal twist. And it's been a humongous flop. People did like Prince Harry. The reason for that is Meghan Markle is the biggest gold digger possible. (laughs) She's so fame hungry. She thought she could take on the royal family and be bigger than them. So I think you're right, Chris. I think she might be coming at it with a slight agenda. Yeah, I mean, either that or Diana is... (laughs) It's got a lot more opinionated beyond the grave. <laughs> the, the biggest gold digger possible. Wow. <laughs> Bigger than the actual gold diggers who moved across to California. <laughs> Debbie added, I think that was her intention when she married Harry. She thought, I'm going to be viewed as the queen, but she couldn't be. Wow. Oh, so she thinks that was her intention. Um, obviously, she thought she could be the queen, but she couldn't be because that's yeah. not how the line of succession works. <laughs> Benefit of the doubt is not present. <laughs> I think there's a lot of I think here rather yeah. than channeling what Diana says. Yeah, exactly. I think. A lot of uninformed reckons here. I think she thought everybody would love her far more than Kate. She can't see that people are looking at her true personality, and that's why she's not succeeding in what she's done. Damning. Isn't it harsh? She has tried to damage and hurt the royal family, and unfortunately for her, it's not damaged them because people can see her for what she is. She's falling flat on her face. It's delivered in the style of a kind of, you know, East Enders character. Yeah. Or basically like <laughs> diminishing op- another one. The opening monologue to uh, a Piers Morgan show. Yeah. There's nothing that she could do now to turn herself into what she wants to be, which is a royal Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Absolutely nothing she can do. No. The die has been cast. Sharing her psychic beliefs on what Diana would think, Debbie said. I'm sure Princess Diana is sat up there on a cloud somewhere, shaking her head with a hand over her face, thinking, what on earth? I just wish, I really think, you know, to, to maximise this, this piece, they, they should have done an artist's impression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, is, 
It's like something from a cartoon, isn't it? That's what happens when people die in cartoons. They sit on literally sitting on a cloud, on a maybe cloud. with a with a loot. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there she is. She's sat on a cloud. She's shaking her head. She's got a hand over her face like uh, Charlie Brown, like a posthumous yeah. Charlie Brown. She's bemoaning the royal transfer policy. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, and then it just moves on to uh, uh, her podcast. It says, discussing her new podcast, it will see Debbie team up for a former head of a police murder squad, Chris Ward, and a former police officer, Ian Kirk. She said, it came about because I've got a really passionate interest in everything to do with crime. <laughs> in terms of murders, serial killers, unsolved murders, just anything to do with the crime side and an interest in missing people. If there's if any crime, um, I'll be interested. Uh, one episode, oh, we should laugh at this death, but one episode sees Debbie look into the death of David Plunkett in uh, 2004 in the Manchester Ship Canal, which Debbie believes was caused by an unholy being. Yeah. Um, I probably shouldn't give. Who the police interviewed at an early stage, but then let him go. Always, always the case. Um <laughs> Right, let's have a look at the uh, the comments on this. I haven't actually peeked beneath the line. KSLF10 said, we probably wouldn't know who me gain is if Diana was still around. She would have had one conversation with the narcissist and sent her packing. Diana would have <laughs> known her intentions immediately, like the rest of us. Wow, I mean, she was really an enforcer, Diana. She wouldn't take any, <laughs> any shit. Right, Chris, I believe you have a story from the Daily Mail online, um, and it is about a celebrity who, I confess, I know so little about, I don't even know how you pronounce his name. Yeah, well, this is, you know, it's not our usual fodder, this this story. Um, uh, it's all actually got a bit of a sad, sad core to it. Um, but it's by Deirdre Simmons for dailymail.com, and headline, Charlie Puth's dog dies at 15. The singer mourns the passing of his King Charles Cavalier named Brady as he shares the pooch's tiny spirit lingers on. Right. So um, are we confident on the pronunciation? Because I have no idea who this chap is. No, I'm not. Not at all. I mean, it, it, yeah. Poof, puff. Um, <laughs> um, Charlie um, Poof took to Instagram to announce the death of his beloved dog, a King Charles Cavalier named Brady, who passed away at age 15 on Wednesday night. Very sad. The, yeah, exactly. Um, the four-time Grammy, Grammy nominee, 30, paid tribute to his adorable pup by sharing an image of himself in the swimming pool alongside Brady, who could be seen at the edge waiting to be pet by the star. So he's a four-time Grammy nominee. I've still never heard of him, but then I suspect that you know, there were people who were nominated for Brit Awards who an American audience would um, never have heard. I mean, I imagine, you know, it'd be like an American publication covering the death of Rick Witter from Shed Seven's dog. Yeah, I, I think that's that. I think that's fair. <laughs> and just to say to Deirdre, I mean, um, you know, this is a 15 year old dog. You, you can't really call, call him a pup. No, what's just accuracy here? Fifteen in human years—that's quite—that's uh, quite a ripe old age, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You know, he was getting on. 
Brady, the King Charles Cavalier, moved on to puppy heaven last night after spending an amazing 15 years here on earth, he wrote in the caption, alongside an adorable picture of himself and his adorable pup hanging out together by a pool. Yeah, two uh, uses of the word adorable in um, <laughs> one, one uh, sentence there. Here's a nice picture, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so nice. It was liked by over 300,000 people, um, including Patrick Swart- Schwarzenegger, who I imagine is a relation. I think he is uh, He's the son of Arnie. I think he's an actor in his own right. OK. He continued, and although he physically won't be here anymore, his tiny spirit lingers on. And I can't wait to catch glimpses of that. OK, I don't know what form they would take. Well, he should probably ask uh, Deborah. Uh, yeah, from Real Housewives of Cheshire. Well, yeah. Yeah, imagine this dog is currently sat on a cloud playing a lute. Yeah. The light switch hitmaker concluded his heartfelt tribute to his beloved pooch by writing, I shall see you again someday, tiny dog. I don't know light switch. Things don't, <laughs> things don't get much more heartfelt than that. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. But we shouldn't. No. But we shouldn't. Well, <laughs> the singer-songwriter's post sparked an outpouring of support from across the country, from his friends, fans and family, who were saddened by the news. While Patrick Schwarzenegger commented two red heart emojis, one, Repub- one Republic frontman, Ryan Tedder, dropped a few crying face emojis. Honestly, this, the absolute bare minimum. <laughs> Commenting the two red heart emojis. It's, yeah, it's, it's phoning it in slightly, isn't it? In the whole, uh, you know, tribute uh, state. Love that dog. So sorry, Charlie. Gabriella Simon wrote, forever in our hearts, tiny dog. I mean, this dog might be getting a complex, you know. He sat up there on a, on a cloud and people are, you know, laying into his stature. Yeah, you know, it's not the time. Exactly. His mother, Deborah, added, Pink Paws Original Doglet, Brady Oliver Otto Poof, Special Cavalier. Yeah, give him his full name as given on his passport. <laughs> exactly. Pink Paws Original Doglet. <laughs> that was actually his, uh, his nickname when he uh, did rap battles on the, in West Hollywood. His sister, Michaela Poof, also shared a loving tribute to Brady, who she described as a world traveller, an avid swimmer, a boater and a sunbather. Wow, this dog does more than me, or did. I was just going to say, when I, when I uh, go up to the pearly gates or, or the other place, I, you know, I hope that I've got such a good resume. <laughs> it sounds like it's this dog's kind of dating app profile. <laughs> yeah, I'm a world traveller, avid swimmer. Uh, butt sniffer. <laughs> I don't want to say sunbathe. He loved running with the deer and eating cheese. Yeah, well, the latter <laughs> dog shouldn't do. Uh, this is this is on the family. Brady was there for every major moment in my life and always knew when something was wrong. She no, penned. no, he didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna doubt that he was there for every single moment <laughs> it would be very odd oh yeah what are you doing here brady also it would mean that she, that she was 15 at tops yeah i will miss our conversations singing sessions 
And most of all, just being with my Brady boy every single day. That dog loved his karaoke. <laughs> she, she continued, even at 15, he still looked like a puppy. And he always will. Charlie's sibling revealed she was the one who saw a flyer at No Joe's Cafe in New Jersey that advertised Cavalier puppies for sale just a month before Brady was brought home to their family on Christmas Eve. Back in 2015, during an interview with MTV News, Poof gushed about how Brady eased his nerves on his first date. My first date ever, I was kind of nervous, so I was like, I'm going to bring Brady to this walk on the beach with this girl. And she was like, oh my gosh, I have a King Charles Cavalier too, he recalled. I'm like, money, perfect, amazing. What? Wow. Money, I mean, perfect, amazing. We can, <laughs> we can all find something to uh, latch onto there. Now, the comments here are, are, are interesting. There's a mix. Um, Scrode. Um, of Valhalla, Mozambique, said, genuinely sympathise about the passing of his furry friend, but have honestly no idea who Charlie Puth is. Yeah, which I'd absolutely agree with. Um, I suspect that Scrooge might be a tabloid journalist referring to the furry friend. But um, even harsher, so JRPM99 in London has said, below average looking boy. Yeah, I mean, it's unnecessary. You wouldn't turn up at the funeral and say that, would you? Yeah, no, exactly. You wouldn't write, you wouldn't write that down. Um, and then Wombo Lock, also from London, says, get a grip, soft lad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's got no likes and eight people voting it down. So, you know, Wombo Lock, you, you took your chance and you failed. So, Matt. What have you got to uh, finish us off tonight? Uh, our final story is from the Express Online. It's by Hannah McGreevy and it's headlined Bad News. Gary Lineker addresses claims James Corden will replace him on Match of the Day. Uh, have you Ooh. heard these, these claims that, that um, James Corden's going to be replacing Gary Lineker on Match of the Day? Well, I hadn't, but I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, let's find out. Gary Lineker has hit back at rumours US talk show host James Corden might replace him on Match of the Day following his return to the UK. Match of the Day host Gary Lineker, 61, has been forced to speak out after rumours started circulating on social media that James Corden was gunning for his job. James. Forced. <laughs> yeah, forced. Forced to speak out. James, 43, recently shocked his fans by announcing he was quitting his role as host of the Late Late Show in the USA after eight years. Gary took to social media to clear up rumours regarding his future on Match of the Day. The ex-footballer has been hosting the popular football review show since the late 90s and is a staple of British sports coverage. Is, I would say it's my favourite po popular football review show. Yep, absolutely. Now, now there's no Gazetta Football Italia. And I would say Match of the Day is number one for me. However, some fans believe the star's role might be under threat from James after he announced his departure from the Late Late Show as he is now set to return to Blighty. Some 
fans. Yeah. I wonder how many. Yeah, a couple of people on Twitter. Let's just get this over <laughs> with blight. <laughs> I wonder also, if one of them God. was Hannah McGreevy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Chris, it says here, there has been plenty of speculation on social media, which has finally prompted Gary to address the rumours. Egg on my face. Taking to Twitter yesterday, he told his 8.4 million followers the truth about his future on the show, getting a number of texts from friends asking if I'm quitting match of the day after reports on Twitter of my possible successor, he wrote. So it's only fair I give you the bad news now. I'm afraid I still have three years to run on my contract, so you're stuck with me for a while. Oh, Gary. Yes. He's a, he's a master. His followers took to the comments section to share their thoughts on the rumours, these rumours which I don't really think exist. <laughs> Guy Lotine wrote, It's hard to never imagine watching Match of Day ever again, but James Corden hosting would definitely make that happen. Do you think he would want you to pronounce it Gil? No, I think it's Guile. Like really? The, yeah, like the character from Street Fighter 2. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's really put a sonic boom to these, uh, these rumours. Bobby Nord <laughs> commented, you have your faults, but you're not James Corden, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor James Corden. Doesn't count. Catch a break. Yeah, I don't know. I think he has caught quite a few breaks in the last well. few years. <laughs> I think things have gone preternaturally correct for him. I think Matthew Horn might have a thing to say about yeah. whether James Corden's managed to catch a break. Well, thank God for that, Gary and Bergpen. I think the other guy is more suited to American audiences. Rapper AJ Tracy added 30 more years, hopefully. Um, I wouldn't quite go that far. <laughs> I think his, you know, his enthusiasm for uh, the beautiful game might, might start to, you know, lag going what? into his uh, late 80s. It'd be in his early 90s by then, yeah. 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 If it's Corden who they're lining up to replace you, could you stay for another 50? That's Christian Stewart. So he would, nah, he would silly now, he'd, be, he'd be 112 by then. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I just don't, I just don't think that would work. I don't think that would no. work. While Kevin Palmer joked, but carpool karaoke is being added to match the day next season, right? Yeah, <laughs> worth a comment. <laughs> yeah, um, and it goes on for a bit with a few more comments, uh, but it ends with the line, express.co.uk have contacted James for further comment. Well, <laughs> I look forward to hearing that further comment. <laughs> yeah, when it comes. Oh, Chris, I'm all done. Yeah, I think, you know, you can only, you can only do so much. We're just two human men. We really are. One day we'll be replaced by AI on this podcast, but until then, I feel that we need to wrap up. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Well, um, Chris, why don't you um, tell the listeners how they further engage with the Burley Contained brand in the social arena? Okay, well, you can go uh, and catch us on Twitter at barely underscore pod. Or um, should you be minded to, why not go on to Facebook and check out Barely Contain the Podcast um, for, uh, you know, some ar archives, a few exclusive video clips, you know, all that kind of jazz.
Absolutely. And um, please do uh, subscribe to us on whichever podcatcher you're listening to this on, be that Apple or Google or Amazon or Spotify. And it'd be lovely if you could leave us a review. Um, we, we say five star, please. Um, I'd argue this this isn't a five star episode, but I mean, I'd say it's worth a solid three. Yeah, exactly. Think of the average. Think of the average over yeah. time. Yeah, over time, I'd say we're a four star podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so don't don't go overboard. Um, and, uh, and, and until then, it just remains to say we'll be back, hopefully. Well, no, we will. We'll be back in a couple of weeks time, won't we? We will. So uh, thank you uh, for listening, dear listener. And thank you uh, for joining me, Chris Beckett. Yeah, no worries, Matt. With It's a pleasure as always. And um, yeah, take care, everyone. Bye bye. Bye.